and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Monday, December 12th. This is episode 136. Holy shit. That's many Christmases in like two weeks. Yeah. And, and all I still you're need doing to do is some shopping. things for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I got in so much do. trouble last year for doing that. <laughs> I did too. So, oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember what it was. That I had, that I had ordered and was on the counter. I opened it and I was excited. And Tracy's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> and I said, "What?" And she's like, "That's on your fucking wish list, <laughs> and you shouldn't be buying yourself yep. shit." And I'm like, "I already told everybody, don't buy me anything. Donate to different shit, yeah. right?" I even put that as part of my Amazon wish list. I made a entry on my Amazon wish list and said. Go here, donate to these charities, put it in the comments, linked to my Facebook yeah. post that I made a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was. And I'm like, do this instead of getting me anything on this list. So I'm like, if they're not going to follow my instructions, I don't know what to tell them because <laughs> it's right there on my wish list also. Yeah. I was just guessing it was that, that Mormon DVD I saw on the counter. No, she won <laughs> that in a drawing at the Humanists of Utah brunch dinner thing that okay. they did. Yeah, atheists of Utah donated a basket of booze, <laughs> as we are wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna get anything from an atheist, it's it was, alcohol. Yeah, booze. Well, and it was all from local distillers. You know, yeah. it was all from like, like High West. The, and, yeah, High West uh, and Five Wise Ogden's and, Own or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Ogden, yeah. You got the Ogden's Own, and you got so it, that, was, uh, their, so it was Five Wives. It was like three different kinds of yeah. Five Wives vodka. And a couple bottles of Porter's Fire. One of them being, well, of Porter's, whatever, like the, one of them is Porter's Fire. That's the cinnamon one. And I can't remember what the peach one is. Okay. Have you tried the peach one? No. It's fucking delicious. It's so good. It's, <laughs> is it's, it, is new. It, is it dangerous delicious where it is? Yeah. Like you, you sip it thinking that it's, you know, a lower point liqueur, but it's still 35% alcohol. It'll get you fucked up, and it's so good. It's so tasty. Yeah. Yummy, yummy, yummy. In my tummy and in my mouth. <laughs> and then, then later on the floor if I okay. have too much. <laughs> I was just going to ask, where else is it? <laughs> no, it's really good. But so Atheists of Utah had donated this basket for Humanists of Utah, and they had a speaker. He's the community engagement person for the volunteers of america okay he works specifically with the homeless youth resource center mm. and you know atheists of utah has been big supporters of the homeless youth yeah. resource center in the past and uh recently went out and served dinner for made uh, and served dinner for a bunch of people and 
We've donated money and clothing and time uh, helping them organize their pantry and oh, all of that kind shit, of stuff. That was right? a job. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a lot bigger job than I think we thought it was going to be initially. <laughs> but so they have this big new space. They went out and made dinner, and then uh, Humanists of Utah has chosen to make them their cause celeb this year as well. So they okay. had uh, the community engagement director for for the homeless youth resource center out there, and he just kind of talked about. What they do at the Homeless Youth Resource Center, he walked us through their new facility and, and how they handle things. And uh, it, I don't know if you guys have seen anything about it, but it's a it's a really nice place. I've, I've seen the pictures of the outside of the building. I've, I haven't taken the tour yet. Yeah, it's really fucking nice. Like they have this open area and, you know, he kind of walked us through how they handle different cases for people as they come in. Um, you know, he, he said that in the past – uh, before they had this new facility and before they were able to get some changes made in local legislation that uh, people under the age of 18, yeah. of course, aren't viewed as adults and the law made it impossible for them to house them overnight. I heard so about you could, those uh, issues. Yeah. So you could yeah. have teens who are, you know, physically or mentally abused or just kicked out of their home or whatever the case may be where they don't have a place to stay. And a volunteer organization had no way to put them up for the night. They had to live on the street instead. Yeah. Because if they're under 18, you have to contact the parents, turn them to the parents, whatever. But if, or, but if they're or coming, they go into foster care, right. which is very in, – in some cases is where they got abused. They're running away from foster care too. Yeah. So they don't trust the system. Yeah. So – And then they go to this – they go to the Homeless Youth Resource Center and are turned away when they had to close their yeah. their doors at, at – 5 o'clock. Yeah, whatever their closing five time Five or was. six. Yeah. From what I know because I tried to do a thing a few years back with people – homeless people on the streets and that kind of stuff and some teens and that kind of thing. They all knew not to go by there. You tried to do some stuff with well, them? Well, no, not like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like like I tried to document it. Like I was, try, I was going around with a camera trying to talk to people and just kind of – like I was right. hanging out, and I was just giving them some food and water, and talking to them, having conversations, and they're all like, "No, yeah." When I'd ever I'd ask them, like, "Hey, you know, what's the homeless shelter situation like? You know, do you get help there and that kind of stuff?" Like, we don't go there. Like, we band together as you know, teens. Watch out for each other. Watch out for each other because yeah. if we go there, we're getting shipped off. Yeah. yeah. Now they won't let most people go by their place of residence because most of them set up uh, camps in like the mountain. On the foothills and in stuff. In City Creek. Yeah. yeah. He, he said and, City Creek Canyon in particular yeah, is where and a lot of the homeless, a lot of the homeless teen, their camps. Yeah. A lot of the homeless population in Utah camps yeah. in City Creek Canyon. Yeah. Well, and it used to break my heart. I mean, before they had this new overnight facility, that, that one of the things the homeless youth center asked for donations was, was tents and sleeping bags. Right. That that that's how because they couldn't house teenage. them. It's they, it's, they had them. to kick them out. They're going to yeah. be sleeping out in the wild. So, so I, yeah, I mean, let's I, give them what shelter we can. Yeah, <laughs> well, and and you know, kudos for them for doing that. Right, but but that that's the solution. It, it just it's, it's it's idiotic because of the bureaucracy of the state. And like you were saying, like, have you guys seen it all? I'm like, well, no, because the local media here is not going to talk about homeless people in the state, especially teens. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a it's not a big concern for anybody really, uh, outside of people who care about other yeah. human beings, <laughs> which they so don't. I, hear. <laughs> I thought I've I've always been amazed at at HYRC and the services they offer. I mean, it's it's more than just food. 
uh, you know, I, I haven't seen the new facility, but even in the old rundown facility, they had laundry facilities. They had a job training or not job training, but they, they had a counselor who'd come in who would provide a, uh, to help them uh, craft a resume to get a job. They'd have uh, some legal support who would come in and provide some advice, some psychological support. Uh, it's all it's all very limited, but, you know, they at least fucking tried. They had people who would go out and would just spend the day riding tracks to try and track down homeless yeah. youth mm-hmm. to let them know that these services are available to them. Yeah. So I've I've always been impressed by that organization. Oh yeah, they've done fantastic fucking work and you know, they everybody who works there is I I think is a fucking hero for the stuff that they do yeah. to try to help these kids. You know, he he talked about at the at the old facility they couldn't have the, they couldn't house them overnight uh, until they got legislation changed and I know that has changed so they can house them overnight. I don't know But it's limited, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say I don't know exactly what something. the limits on it are yeah. currently. Like, are they still required to report them to the state so that yeah, they can I, be I have probably. no idea really. <laughs> and and I I thought about asking him as he was doing his presentation and just time constraints I wasn't able to do that but um we ought to get him on the show sometime in the near yeah. future. Yeah, but uh, you know, he had a slide presentation of of the new facility, and he talked about some of the limitations at the old facility. You know, at the old facility, they had one bathroom with one shower to try to accommodate as many people as they could shuffle through there throughout the day from the time they opened until they closed. Their kitchen was small. They had yeah, they had a tiny little kitchen. They had one washer, one dryer. Yeah. Um. They they had no way to house anybody there. They would they would let people come in and and so viewing, you know, what their old facility to what they have now, the new facility has like this bank of washer and dryers. They have shower facilities for, uh, you know, I, I can't remember how many different showers they have available. They have, he said that basically when somebody comes into the center, they have. An acceptance area, I, th- I think, is what he called it, where they can just come in and hang out. They, you know, they're not pressured to talk to anybody. They're not pressured to open a case or create a file on them or anything. They That's can good. just yeah. come and have a bit of respite from being outside on the street for a little while. They yeah. have library facilities available. They can use the computer. They can sit on a couch, take a nap for a little while, take yeah. a shower, do some laundry, do whatever they want. And then it's up to them to decide if they want to talk to a counselor. If they want to talk to a counselor, he said their primary goal is to get them housing. Hmm. And they they have several different ways of doing this. He said they have some some grants where they can allow – uh, people to, to stay in apartments or, or whatever, or if it's just an emergency situation, they can now house them overnight and they have this big open area where they have just a ton of cots that they can roll out at the end of the night, you know, for, for people to sleep yeah. on. There's no walls. They have portable walls. If people want to create their own little safe space around them, or if they want to separate, you know, a, a particular family or a group of individuals together. He said they have basically two rules in there. Don't get naked and don't touch anybody, <laughs> you know. But other than that, he said, you know, the, the staff has complete view over the whole area. They make sure everybody's safe. It's just somewhere where they can I presume go. presume 24-hour monitoring. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. there's somebody on staff 24 hours a day. Uh, they have licensed, licensed and trained counselors there to talk to anybody. Um he said, and it, he said, 
it's he's he's been working with homeless people for years and years now and he said that one of the great things about working with the homeless teens and the homeless youth is that they're just like any other teenager Mm -hmm. you know you they they have the same dreams and hopes and aspirations and think that they can be the next president or do whatever (laughs) you know they they talk about pop culture stuff they're they're typical teenagers apart from the the fact of no home being homeless and or that they may have some type of abuse in their history but when they're together they just act like a bunch of teenagers yeah and he said it's it's fun and refreshing to to deal with them but it's sad at the same time knowing that somebody discarded these human beings yeah and that he's so happy to be able to to help them get out of that situation and i was like that's great that's news you're such a great person what's what's the capacity i cannot remember or i don't know if he mentioned oh okay but it looks like they can house quite a few people i if i had to do an eyeball guess based on space and my allotment of bodies per <laughs> per cubic foot i would i'd say they could house probably 50 to 60 people oh, overnight okay. okay and and that's just sleeping arrangements i don't know how many they how many they service per day but he said they also you know they they provide three meals for them they provide snacks in between if they need oh, them oh that's more than they used to yeah yeah they uh they also have their full pantry and clothing available for them. So anybody, any any homeless youth can just walk in there and pick from any of the clothing that they have available. Uh, if they don't want to stay the night, you know, if they want to go camp in City Creek Canyon, if that's where they feel safe, they can just come in and, and they have backpacks available. They can go into the pantry, take whatever food they want overnight, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. He's like, you know, it's we do whatever we can to help them without judging them, without forcing mm-hmm. them any in into any situation in which they would feel uncomfortable. We want them to come to us for the help that they need at the time. We don't right. want to force anything on them that they don't want or need at the time. Right. We want them to be made to we want them to be made to feel comfortable and know that they can come to us if and when they choose to get more help than yeah. they can get just by wandering in and helping Ra- themselves rather than being forced into right rather than being forced into a system of foster care which yeah. uh, which they might have already been in and right. don't trust right. because they were fucked over in the system or wherever they came from yeah yeah so it was it was really cool I can't yeah. remember how we got on this top. Oh, it was you brought up the DVD on the counter upstairs. Oh, yeah. So Tracy won that won that during the drawing of the humanist thing. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And here we are 15 minutes later, later, and that's where it all came from. <laughs> but we had, a, we had a really interesting conversation earlier in the kitchen. That we did. Which, we'll have to revisit on an episode in the future. Yeah, because I think. About future stuff. No, what? no, 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 no. Inception episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about. Fancy, cool stuff in the future and how things will play out and robotics, automation, AI, robotics, automation, AI, socialism, communism, democracy, capitalism. How am I going to get a new boat? Yeah. All, all of the Star Trek. Yeah. (laughs) I think I said that that I mentioned everything that happened in Star Trek. What are we going to work for when we don't have to work for survival? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that when you know when the robots take over, not I'm not meaning this in not any Terminator. fanciful Terminator yeah. way, but when robots make 
service industry, well, they, they're, they're already, for the large part, making manufacturing jobs obsolete. Eventually, they will make service industry jobs obsolete. Uh, what do we do with all of those displaced workers who now no longer have a means of supporting themselves through a job where they can earn an income to buy the things they need? And it's going to be this whole evolution of our economic system globally to support people as we move into more into a more automated, robotically run yeah. AI type well, world. I mean, it's more than just even it's more than just economics. I mean, it's it's our whole social, it's our whole identity mm. that needs to evolve mm. of of what we're working for and what we're looking for in life. Um, but yeah, it's it's a huge conversation. It'll, yeah, laced with a whole lot of Star Trek references, and it's and it's hard for people to break out of this paradigmatic view that you have to work to get to get an income to get the things that you want, right? Yeah, and at some point that all goes away because you'll have machines that will be able to provide clothing, they'll be able to provide food that, you know, as long as well, as long as you meet the basic needs of food, shelter, and clothing for individuals, and healthcare, yeah. that the need to work is, disappears yeah. in, in a large part, right? In, it, in it would, be, part, it would yeah. be a desire, it would be you doing what you want to do versus what you have to do in order to survive. Yeah. And my snuff porn business would be doing great, <laughs> but that's not surviving, at least for some of the participants anyway. But even then, <laughs> well, I you mean, said that, I get to do what I want. But <laughs> even that robotics is going to replace that. I mean, Japan already has, has, it's that, not a snuff the, film with a robot. Well, you know, I mean, it'll all be virtual reality. <laughs> what was that? What was the name of the movie with? Fucking Bruce Willis and oh yeah, I can't remember. I know what where he was like a cop, but everybody like no one left their house and they all had like a robot right, walking yeah. around oh, as oh. themselves and not surrender. Uh, starts with an S. It does start with an S. I can't think of the name of it, but um, yeah, they they all just had surrogates. Surrogate. Surrogate. There you go. I was like, they all just had these surrogates. Oh, that's the name what, of the movie, what, right? What do you call it when you got something else that's in place of you that is you, but it's not you? So they yeah, they all had these robotic surrogates that would just wander around and. Yeah. You know, they basically lived their lives through these robotic surrogates, but they were just laying on a bed at home hooked into their virtual surrogate thing out roaming the world. You know what we should really do? Huh. We should start a fake news cycle just about fake surrogates around the world and see what happens. We would be no better than Alex Jones. And fuck that guy. Well, the left wouldn't fall for it. I mean, the the left doesn't fall for fake news. Well, no, but that's why you got they all the do people. not as much, but they not do. as much. Well, I've I've just heard they yeah okay, so not as proportionally. Much. Like I personally have posted things I've that I've later found out to be not true. I called you out like a month ago on the one thing. I okay <laughs> yes, I there were a couple of things I did fact check, but generally I'm I'm pretty good about fact checking. And the difference being that if somebody points it out to you, I you say it. Oh, geez, yes, you're absolutely. Right, if I, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Down, instead I, of I correct. Well, it doesn't matter if it's true. This the main point stands. That I, blah blah blah. You did, I don't. I don't. I, de- I don't debate the meaning of a fact. Yeah. No, because I think I commented on the thing saying, "Hey, has this been reported in any other sources? Because I can't find this anywhere yeah. else." And then you kind of came up. Well, maybe I should have done that. And he's like, "Nope, this is <laughs> yeah, I, this is fake." Uh, yeah, okay, I fell for it. <laughs> A couple but of times. The I reason think. why I had I fact checked you because when I first read the headline of the article, I'm like, "Oh, if this is true. This is badass." I can't remember what it was. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> then I had to look a few other places. I'm like, "Oh, that's not true." 
Fuck you, Grant. Well, I'm a bitter, <laughs> angry person, and and I want things that you know. So but you know, I, I come across our, an article our, and I'm like, oh shit, this is going to nail them. And, yeah, yeah. I, it's part of our. Usually, I'm pretty good at fact checking. It's part of our bias. Yeah, sure. I was trying to use that as a segue into the article on the screen. This is Danielle Moscato, civil rights activist, trans woman, extraordinaire, and public speaker. You are listening to Godless Revolution, and I hope you enjoy the show. What happens when we die? Does it just, like, go black and then nothing? No, what happens? No. What, what, uh, what, what was your kitty's name? It was Noonie. Noonie. I like that name. <laughs> Noonie's gone to a place with ample sunbeams to map in. Limitless bags to climb in and, and, and scratching posts the size of skyscrapers. Are there mice up there for her? Yeah. Big fat tuna stuffed ones that run real slow. Actually, yeah. um, sweetie, the reason that we haven't talked to you about this is because we would like for you guys to gather up all the empirical scientific proof and form your own opinion about whether you believe that kitty cat heaven does or most likely does not exist. Well, lucky for Noonie. She believes. <gasps> oh my God. Jesus loves Noonie. Careful. The next rant will start right after this. Hey everybody, this is X. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist... A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. Well, we've all heard about Pizzagate, right? Oh, God. Well, yes. I had heard of it, and last week I asked you guys about yeah. it, because all I had really seen were headlines and people talking about, you know, I, I saw a post from Dan Errol where he said something along the lines of, I thought I knew that there were stupid people in the world until <laughs> Pizzagate came around and I learned what true stupidity is, or something, something along those lines, right? And I was like, what the fuck is Pizzagate? And I had no idea. I was working, and I think when Ryan showed up, I asked him about it. Like, the fuck is Pizzagate, man? What? What? what well, what and at the time, about? I didn't realize they were referring to it as Pizzagate yet. Oh yeah, that's why I'm like, oh, that's right. Because that's like, maybe it's this thing with that guy shooting up the pizza place. <laughs> I don't know. He went into this ping pong pizza parlor and yeah. shot something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so then Grant arrived, and I asked Grant, and he's like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> <laughs> well, I I had never heard it referred to as Pizzagate, Pizzagate even before the shooting. But uh, so that was a new phrase for me. But I I had heard about it for quite a while even before the shooting. Yeah, and and I really hadn't heard much about it, and then come to find out that. It's this conspiracy theory that was supposedly exposed through the WikiLeaks yes. of John yeah. Podesta's through emails. Podesta's emails <laughs> because he refers to pizza a little too much <laughs> for the comfort of some people. So, so somebody cooked up this conspiracy theory that John Podesta and Hillary Clinton were running this secret child trafficking sex ring 
through this pizza parlor called Comet Pizza yeah. in Washington, D.C., and that they had a series of tunnels underneath Comet Pizza connecting them to different federal installations and buildings and other other locations full of unsavory people who were taking advantage of these poor children. Well, you need those tunnels for snuff films, too, so I know what they're talking about. Well, yeah, we saw that in, was it 8mm? Yeah. With, with, I mean, Nicolas Cage movies are obviously it's always true. true. <laughs> I've seen, I fact-checked I've seen it. Ghost Rider 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you can be hit by a semi, and that does nothing to you, but if somebody stabs you in a ni- stabs you with a knife, <laughs> then you're, you're going to be dead or, or potentially don't, dead. Don't forget The Last of Us. I don't. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it went straight to DVD. I'm pretty sure. Oh, did it? That was his one where his his Jesus film where it was. It's, yeah, it's the uh, the rapture. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even heard about that one. Yep, it went straight to DVD. The Last of Us. Yeah. So it's about the rapture. It's about the rapture. I, I'm fairly certain it was produced by the same people who produced the HBO Jesus series that that Christian uh, media group that produces all the religious films. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So Pizzagate. Is this whole deal, right? And you've got some wackadoodle who decides that he believes this is all perfectly true and he's going to perform his own, like, quote unquote, independent investigation. investigation. Of it. <laughs> I've never seen anybody do an independent investigation with a rifle. So, yeah, he walks into Comet Pizzeria with an AR 15. Because he's own... going to protect those kids. Yeah, yeah he's going to do poor his children. own independent investigation. And at one point during his independent <laughs> investigation, he fires off at least one round in the pizzeria. They probably laughed at him, and his pecker shriveled up even smaller than it already was. <laughs> so he had to show his manlyhood and fire around in the ceiling. Don't make me go bang bang. <laughs> well, I mean, he he had to have been pissed off. I mean, he went in. Wanting to see their basement. Yeah. And he's like demanding, you know, show me your basement, show me your basement. There is and no basement at the there Alamo. There is no goddamn basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, the Alamo has no basement. basement. <laughs> well, I know there's a basement. There's kids down there getting raped. So It's a coastal city. Very few coastal cities. Yeah. Well, at least Water in tables. Florida. You know, I assume Washington. They don't have a whole lot of basements. Yeah, well, and this was all this was all propped up and supported by so many conspiracy yeah. fuckos Alex on the Jones. right. Macedonia teens that are, the, know, you know, you you've got Alex Jones talking about it. I think Pat Robertson mentioned it. Uh, Slot bucket guy probably said something at Jim one point. Baker, Jim Baker, yeah. possibly. I don't know for sure, but they all they all propped up this conspiracy theory of of Pizzagate, yeah, and yeah. that Hillary Clinton and John Podesta are abusing children, and you need to watch out for these types of things. Yeah. And one, well, it just goes hand in hand with the all the other narratives, like like the sex island. What's his name? Sex island. Oh yeah, the one that, that they say like he has his, this that his seven forty seven that flies there and New stuff. York, and the New York financier who yeah. who went to jail Who's, for pedophilia, yeah, or for uh, um, child rape and and things like that. And and supposedly Bill Clinton went to his island. And and so because Bill went, Hillary went, which means they all engaged in child yeah. rape on the island. I yeah, it just. Well, I heard it wasn't just the island; it was the plane itself too was set up so that they could t- take flights and molest I'm kids on it. Sure, then... somebody said that. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but we had Alex Jones. Even after this asshole walks into a pizza parlor. There, w- there was a post. I'll have to try to find it later if I can. 
where Alex Jones was talking about John Podesta's emails and Hillary Clinton and this mm-hmm. child sex trafficking ring. And he made this video or post about it that he later deleted after this asshole walked in there. So he he had the good sense. I don't know if you can call it that when we're talking about Alex Jones. Or he realized I'm part of the problem. He had some sense to realize that, hey, that shit's not okay. Or he probably went, someone's going to use that against me. I need to get rid of it. Right. But that did not stop him from making this video apparently at a holiday party somewhere i'm still confused on what this video is about where we wa- we so we watched this after our interview with danielle last week uh we were we were thinking of making this part of the show but our interview went long and that was a great interview yeah. by the way I, I had a good time yeah. uh for those of you who have not yet listened to it you should go back and and listen to episode 135 with our interview with her um the, the interview ends kind of abruptly because we just simply ran out of time. And I still had to cut out some, some sections and chop it up a little bit. But, yeah, it was awesome. We well, I think we could have gone on for easily another couple hours. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to talk about third parties. No, we didn't. But so this was going to be part of the show last week. And so we watched it at the end of our interview with her. And the three of us were just kind of gobsmacked about what the fuck he's talking about here so i definitely wanted to play it for this week's show i mean i honestly think he grew up in a box but this is alex jones defending pizzagate truthers after conspiracy theory leads to an armed attack and he's standing in front of a christmas tree and being filmed by i don't know it kind of looks like a cell phone video it's not a christmas tree that's a jesus it's a it's a holiday tree it's a Jesus, it's a Jesus tree. tree. <laughs> so, Came straight from Jerusalem. Because so, mm-hmm. they have pine trees for as far as you can see in the Middle East. And, <laughs> and when we get done, we're going to carve that there tree up, and we're going to hang ourselves an atheist on it. <laughs> well, let me get the audio going on this. You just come out and say, these crazy fake news people, why they say that you know there's a dungeon at this uh, pizza place, and as you can see, there's no dungeon here. When you know good and well, it's Podesta putting out emails about, look at my dungeon, or I'm in the dungeon right now, or, you know, oh, God, there's so many hot dogs coming. No. What? Podesta was putting out a bunch of emails about eating a lot of pizza. (laughs) And what do hot dogs coming? I mean, I think he's got some sort of weird fantasy about hot dogs coming. Apparently, hot dogs coming, they, they... the conspiracy theory is that hot dogs is a re- is a euphemism for children. Ah, oh okay. God. That each child is a hot, hot dog. dog. Okay. And John that. Podesta is so excited about these hot dogs coming. If it's a boy, there's is it a l- so many hot dogs coming. If it's a boy, is it a little wiener dog? I don't even. Want to <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, a, a, I had a. I had a. I had to make a horrible joke. It's it's that time of year. That was definitely horrible. <laughs> Mission accomplished, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm gonna play more Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's in those emails. Oh. Obama's getting sixty plus thousand dollars in hot dogs. I love those scrumptious, delicious hot dogs. Oh, I can't wait to get a hot dog myself. Oh, oh, will there be, will there be, what type of sauce will be on the hot? I mean, you know, go to the FBI's own pedophile breakdown of code words they use. I didn't know this stuff, and I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm just like, what the hell? So he's saying that the FBI uses code, code words. words. 
And one of them is hot, hot dogs dog. when referring to children in sex trafficking rings? Yes. I have never heard that. I haven't no. anywhere. But I didn't know these things either. I'm just reading this list of stuff going, oh, these people are sick and twisted. You know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> funny about child sex rings. There's nothing funny about child rape. But this isn't a child sex ring. No. This isn't child rape. Yeah. This is people talking about hot dogs and pizza. I mean, this is- <laughs> and and stupid assholes tying this into child sex rings yeah. and, and child rape. And a whole bunch of fucking morons falling for it. Oh, yeah. You know, the internet has popularized all these weird sexual fetishes. So I've learned all these horrible terms, you know, like a upper decker. That's not a sexual no, term. That's a- <laughs> it's not a sex. It's a fucking frat prank term. Yeah, it's and not it's a sexual not even term. That new. It's been no. around for. I knew about that when I was a kid. I not knew a about kid, that, but like a teenager. I yeah. knew about that in high school, fucking yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah. It's something everyone talked about, but no one's ever had the balls I, to do. I've never <laughs> seen anyone actually. No, everyone's talked about it. Everyone's talked, but no one's had but the balls no to actually, actually do it. Done it. I've I've talked to a couple people who said that they have done it, but I have no definitive proof. Like they didn't do it and then say, "Hey, dude, come and look at my upper decker." <laughs> like there, I've it, talked to people who say they have done it, but I well, remain if you skeptical leave an of upper their decker, claim. It's and, not a thing you stick around for. <laughs> and honestly, what would it fucking matter anyway? All the water goes to the same place. Eventually, the upper decker is going to decompose and go to the same place that everything else goes. Yes and no. Hopefully, unless, like, you've obviously lifted the top of the tank yeah. lid, Not right? Because sometimes recently, there's a lip in mean, there. But um, you've you've seen the there's mechanisms mo- in yeah. there, the, the float to cut off the yeah, water, yeah. and the tube where the water runs over if there's overflow. Yeah, you might need to get a garden hose in there. Right? There's, there's, there's these... <laughs> Various and sundry things within the tank that if you do an upper decker, there's going to be shit remaining on top of some of that stuff that but sits above the water line. Well, or true. If but it's uh, if it's a fibrous upper decker, that might not will, even flush. I mean, the the fucking Clorox thing decomposes over time. I mean, eventually, Mostly. eventually the upper decker is going to decompose. Dude, have too. you ever? Have you? Well, maybe yeah. you haven't. But if you take the lid <laughs> off of an off of a toilet that's been in a house for a really long time, yeah. Just like any other thing that stores water for very long, whether it's a, a water softener or a, a water heater, yeah. tank on the back of a toilet, on. it has buildup, uh, just sediment, like yeah. a sandy layer of stuff at the bottom of the yeah. tank yeah. that doesn't really go away. Well, yeah, there there is that. So, and so if I you don't poop know, in I, there... I just don't think <laughs> there'd be a poop layer. It doesn't sound like a really effective joke to me. I mean, compared to like a bag of burning shit on your doorstep, it would be. I mean, I that, don't know. that's kind of effective. I don't know. Like if you, you know, if you if you do an upper decker, then when somebody <laughs> flushes the toilet, they may be horrified at seeing bits of corn come cascading down the sides of the bowl. Right. Well, here's the thing: bits of corn or olives. <laughs> Will it even be able to cascade down? Some peanuts. Because those are some small little jet holes that the water comes shooting out of into yeah. your toilet. It depends on the toilet too, right? Yeah. The yeah. poo might clog the toilet holes that the water is supposed to come out of. And that would—that's a shit show. Then they're gonna have to. <laughs> it is a shit show. A true shit show. Then they're going to have to reach in by hand and get the get the upper decker out. I'm 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 feeling like some scientific experiments are in order. <laughs> oh, we need people of multiple dialects to come do upper deckers. Let's let's do this at your house. <laughs>
We, we need can, flo- We need floaters. We need sinkers. We need the half flush and the full I can, flush. I can, we just need straight up spray. I can see Tracy's face <laughs> as, I, as I ask her and present this experiment to her. I'm like, we have to do it for the show. For science. We're gonna have, have to take an upper decker. We're, we're gonna print it in a scientific journal. It's legit. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that would go over really well. Yeah, we need to do one on Tuesday after t- or Wednesday after Taco Tuesday to make sure. But what rock has he been living under his entire life? I mean, what he's in his forties. And he's never heard of an that's, upper decker before. That's why now. I said I think he grew up in a box. He what, never left it. Uh, what locked he is in, in his forties closet? And I mean, even as you just said that, so we discovered this last week as we were watching this that he's in his forties. Yeah. I would have guessed, looking at him, that he's easily in his fifties. In his fifties, yeah. I did not know that he was in his forties. I think he's my age or a little younger, but. You yeah, know, I would have thought he was in his 50s, but even just now, as you said that again, after watching this last week and hearing him say that he's 40-whatever that he's going to say here in a little it, bit. Is it because of his receding hairline? It, 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 it had to click again in my brain that, oh, no, yeah, he is in his 40s. And how do you not hear about it? I don't know. Now? I mean, I, you know, I, I could understand him never hearing of like a reverse cowgirl or, you know, some other. Even or, that. I mean, or maybe like colloquial terms like soaking. Like yeah, yeah or that, floating or, that or, yeah, or marinating, <laughs> one, like a Memphis hot pocket or whatever it is. Or, yeah, the you know some of the more some like a rusty trombone yeah. maybe. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I wouldn't but, expect. Uh, a very short case. But an upper decker. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the oldest. Oh, yeah. Louisiana hot pocket. I think is okay. what I think it is. Not Memphis. What's a Louisiana hot pocket? You'll have to look it up on. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. No, we we really need to send him like like every every other day. Send him a link, a random link to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> to Urban Dictionary, yes. Just just to expand his horizons. Just I haven't been out there educate and for a long time, but my... I only go when I hear terms like Louisiana hot pocket, <laughs> and, I, and I have to go look it up. But my uh, definition of PBUH, it's PBUH. it's what it's what. Uh, Muslim people use for its shorthand for peace be upon him. Whenever oh, they mention okay. the Prophet Muhammad in, in, a, in a in writing, they'll if they're writing they'll they'll say you know in the Prophet Muhammad parentheses PBUH whatever. If they're speaking, right. they say in the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. Blah 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 blah. And so I made a custom definition on I was just Urban Dictionary. Ah. Fuck, like five or it six years, years ago. ago. Yeah. That I think is still number one, the still number the number one definition out there. I'll have to go and double check that in a little bit. But yeah, anyway, Alex Jones is fucking clueless about so many things in life. I'm not entirely surprised that he wouldn't know what an upper decker is. No. Uh, yeah. People crap on the top of a toilet just to be mean to the next person that comes in. You know, in the water container. I, uh, that abused my mind. I'm sorry I'm even spreading that. That's one of the more innocuous ones. Okay. Well, now since I read these wiki, I want to hear what other ones he's become aware of recently <laughs> that have really tormented him. Leaks. It's fifty times worse than what I knew before. You learned what a blowjob was. I didn't know crazy sexual stuff till I was in college. And then my roommate and I <laughs> in the all male dorms. Dot dot dot. And when I say crazy sexual stuff, I mean mild stuff, folks. Mild, mild. So not crazy. 
is so, what you're saying. Missionary. <laughs> so well, crazy stuff, but I mean mild stuff. So not crazy. It's not crazy stuff. So a rim job. Do you do you know what a rim job? Is? <laughs> That's what they put on the outside of your margarita, right? <laughs> I always ask my waiter for an extra rim job. Can I get a rim job. <laughs> I bet my mom's already stopped listening by now. <laughs> when when I was like twelve. Well, I was like 11 or 12, and I, I didn't know words. I, I got a cramp in my arm, yeah. and, and my my arm was hurting really bad. and my, It felt like my bone was hurting. I couldn't quite place a word. And so, you had a boner? And, like, uh, and I had a boner. I, I, I told my stepsister that I have a boner because the bone in my arm was hurting. And I didn't. I, yeah. I mean, I was like 11. I mean, you know, just. We didn't, we didn't have the internet back then. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> my bone hurts. It's a boner. It's Clearly. A boner. <laughs> my dad didn't teach us shit. Okay. I learned everything from National Geographic. And now. I had to read thousands of pages of these things and so did my reporters. I've forgotten more in the last month than I knew sexually my entire 42 years before that. So 42 years. He's he, he's the same age as me. And he looks like he's in his 50s. I don't get it. And did a single one of his reporters, I mean. Do I look like I'm in my 50s? No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I should check real quick to make sure. But people probably well, also don't believe me that I'm 32. Yeah, that's harder to believe. Yeah, it is. You look older <laughs> than 32. I know, because I'm going fucking bald. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's, he just said he was Grant reading. just glosses over that. As one bald guy to another, I'm just going to forget well, that I you just, said anything well, about that. I'm just not going to say anything about that. <laughs> so Alex Jones is 42 years old. That I knew sexually my entire 42 years before that. I never get sick of Marilyn Monroe. I never get sick of the vaboom. A vaboom. We're the same age. If I was to point to a contemporary, like like somebody in popular culture, it wouldn't have been Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe. Right? That was my father. I was going to say, maybe my, my dad would mention Marilyn was, who, Monroe. Who was, who was on the Ferrari poster that all the boys had? And... Cindy Crawford, fucking oh, Kathy with... Ireland. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, all of the Sports Illustrated yeah, swimsuit yeah. edition models, right? Yeah, Anybody from Victoria's Secret in the last 20 years. Fucking Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Mo- I mean, obviously, I knew Marilyn Monroe, but she sure. wasn't. She wasn't the sex. That's not who I masturbated to when I was growing. I mean, up. it was it was the fucking. <laughs> no, it was Wonder Woman. It, it was the Charlie's Angels chicks. Oh hell yeah, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah yeah, Fawcett. That's what I was trying to think of. And, and uh, bionic woman and nipple protrusion. Yeah, that's why because she wasn't Farrah Fawcett. Was the one that was on the the poster with the Ferrari? Yes. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't and, have been Marilyn uh, Monroe. Oh yeah! What the va, fuck va, is va, 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 he's va, just va. thinking of the good old Again, days? That's fucking. But remember, 40s we're talking about we're talking about a person who wants to make America great again, and in in his mind, and the and in the mind of so many conservatives, the forties, fifties, and early sixties yeah. are part of that. Well, and that's are part also, of that blissful utopian society that they've created that in their head because it never fucking exists, existed. No. Right. Well, and that's pro- also probably a majority of his audience. Yeah. yeah, I would guess. But 
I just cannot imagine being these globalists that are into all this weird ass crap and spirit cooking and I wondered what because, spirit cooking was yeah. and I had no idea. Did but you, Ryan, yeah, I, I, said I, that you knew something I, about well, it. Well, I, I looked. I had to look it up, too, because I'm like, spirit cooking? What the <laughs> fuck is spirit cooking? So it's spirit cooking was something, I think when I looked up, it was either late 80s, early 90s, that had to do with a guy came up with it as a art piece. And it had, was supposed to be like a satanic art piece where you would draw on the wall things you want to have happen or come true in your life. And they used, like, pig's blood, but they pretended it was human blood. What do they call that now? A fucking visual it's, it's oh, something similar to that but that's what they would the, the guy would do that then other your people kind of took it on yeah people people now because of the secret they well, create vision boards but right? they don't do it in blood <laughs> this guy would draw would draw on walls and in, in like animal blood pretending it's human blood animal things. blood pretending it's human well because they're supposed to be it was, it was it was an art piece so okay. he would say it was human blood uh, okay yeah but he actually used like pig's blood or cow's blood to paint these words on the wall for things you want to have happen. So it's like spirit cooking. You're using that spirit of whoever's blood that is to make these things come true or whatever. Oh. Well, and how, how fucking sly is it? And it, you know, he's, he does it. Other people do it, but that, that sly kind of psychological association, he throws out the word globalization. Yeah. When yeah. he's talking about these, deviant these air quote, globalists, uh, uh, deviant behavior, hmm. like, like spear cooking, like yeah. upper deckers, like <laughs> sexual <laughs> deviant behavior. And then you throw in the word globalization. Yeah. Or, you know, other people will throw in socialists is, is on par with upper deckers. Shit like that. <laughs> You know, as as a way to reinforce this psychological association of of how the evils of socialism, the evils of globalization, the evils of a political architecture, as it relates to sexual deviancy. Right. Uh, yeah, again, air, again, air quotes yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of a sly technique yeah. that that it's a way of him smearing his greasy taint all over it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cooking and hardcore um, Aleister Crowley stuff in the brochures that went to Podesta. It, it says Aleister Crowley, blood drinking. Black. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> You're just making shit up right now. He's, he also forgot to mention he's illiterate. <laughs> he's just, at this point, he's just making yeah. shit up. Yeah. That never fucking happened. Well, but, uh, but his followers. That's his whole care. news. That's his whole show is making shit up. That's all he does. What, chemtrails aren't real? No. Oh. <laughs> well, they are if you talk to anybody that Ryan works with after our conversation a couple weeks ago, I think. Oh, I believe they are. <laughs> My hair hasn't come back yet. <laughs> Blood drinking. Black magic. And the media is like, crazy Alex Jones says it's connected to Aleister Crowley. The... The, the frickin' brochure says it, man. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What brochure? Uh, Where is this brochure? He's talking about emails. Exactly. It doesn't exist. Where is this fucking Exactly. This goes back to what I said a couple weeks brochure. ago, where they just make shit up. They'll say whatever the fuck they want with absolutely no evidence to back it up, knowing true? that their ignorant well, fucking watchers will just go, oh, 
There's even a brochure. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, my a, it's at the Comet Pizzeria. It's what the guy was yeah. looking for. He was looking for the little brochure stand <laughs> on the counter. You know, where, where it you was put next your, to the water park and that, that attraction where, where with you, a giant potato. Where you drop your business card right next to that, there's a brochure for <laughs> yeah. the child pedophilia ring. <laughs> I saw it. For everybody who's touring Washington, D.C., don't you know these things? Don't you? It's all written in code, people. But it was actually, yeah, it was all in code. It was uh, it was to go around and see all the water fountains. That's what it said, but it's actually a child section. Mm. Well, and the sightseeing tour will take you there, too. You just have yeah. to ask for it. Mm. Just, you know, the additional bonus. Yeah. Take me to see the hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a side of pizza. <laughs> can you can you imagine me being a fucking tour guide around D.C. and somebody walking up to you? I want to go see the hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> with with the secret sauce. <laughs> the younger the hot dog, the better. And then she's on her own Reddit saying, no, I do real rituals. Well, of course it's real. I've researched that stuff, and I just cannot believe the... the <laughs> again, but I don't know how deep it goes for that lady, so I'm not going to accuse her of actually killing real people with no evidence. Yeah, you have. Yes, you until, do all the time. Until later. We have we have another video. Uh, I'm so glad that he said that because uh, we have another video coming up later with him. There he says exactly that. that I'm uh, not going to accuse her of it until I make another video later and do exactly that. All I know is, man, all those billions in D.C. and New York, the corruption, it runs deep. I grew up in a rich county in Texas. It was crazy. And, you know, the occult was all over the place. I never got involved in it, but it was there. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You're a fucking liar. Hey, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know how many times he got stiffed on ordering a hot dog and he never actually got a fucking hot dog, but some guy opened a door to the back of the place, but he didn't want to go in there. This is some satanic panics type bullshit. <laughs> it is. He didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. It never fucking happened. It's bullshit. And innocent people's lives were ruined because of bullshit like that. Fuck you, Alex Jones. But but just as for CNN and everybody else, look, I know the mainstream media is dead. I mean, you're dead. Your response now is to be state-run media, Obama has said it, and then try to shut us down. Good luck. But to the new media, we have a responsibility to be better than the establishment media. And And you suck at it. Yeah. You are failing miserably. And not just make stuff up because we want to burn them. And I say that to myself. I always try to tell the truth. I get emotional sometimes. I go off reports sometimes that aren't completely accurate. We all do it. Sometimes my reports aren't completely accurate. We all do it. Well, he takes his inaccurate report and goes way inaccurate with it. (laughs) We all do it. Sometimes this happens to me. Uh, And it's important for us to try to have more integrity, especially as our power has grown massively. What do they say in Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. All the, I mean, Spider-Man's my guy since I was a little kid. Fuck it, you. I don't think Alex Jones knows what the word integrity even means. No. no. And he's trying to use it in a sentence. He thinks it has to do with how well his hairpiece stays on. It struck, he, I, the only thing I can imagine him having an inkling about would be as far as the word integrity goes, would be like structural integrity, uh, right? Yeah. Like, my house isn't going to fall down. It has some structural integrity. Well, it's made out of toothpicks. <laughs> uh, but one of our big blind sides, as good people, is that I never get sick of beef enchiladas. <laughs> what the fuck does that Wait. When you want to drop an upper decker, it's best to have a beef enchilada beforehand. 
You re- it really helps you push it all out. <laughs> he goes, he goes from talking about Pizzagate to beef <laughs> enchiladas, <laughs> and how he's such a good person, and he always likes beef enchiladas. Well, they are both food, I guess. They, you know, maybe it's his way of proving he's not racist against Mexicans. <laughs> I never get sick of chilarianos. I never get sick of a porterhouse steak. I never get sick of a sunset. I never get sick of a bonfire. I never get sick of rock climbing. I never get sick Bullshit, of... Bullshit, you rock climbing. Yeah, going and doing okay. archery. Or, you know, visiting my friends or hearing some good music. What does this have to do with anything? I never anything? get sick of... <laughs> I have no idea. Remember when he talked about going off script? <laughs> <laughs> He's wrong about things every now and then. I would throw his claim of rock climbing right in there. <laughs> I, I never get sick of just man with a woman. So I have a blind side because I'm just not twisted like all those other people that I guess had repressive parents or whatever. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he understands what the word repressive means no. either. No. Um, people that I know that are sexually repressive, if he's talking about that kind of stuff, usually don't. Are all the religious fuckos. Yeah. All the conservative fuckos. That's what repression means. He's confusing the word progressive with regression. regression. Yeah. Is that the problem, you think, with so many people on the right, on the right, that they just don't understand what words mean? Maybe. I've been repressed my entire life. Oh, you mean you're a progressive person? (laughs) Okay, sure, if that's what you Uh, think it means, fucko. You know, it's like Japan sells more adult diapers than they do children's. And I was thinking, oh, is that because they're old? That's part of it. In the articles, even the Wall Street Journal about it, it's because they used to be such into cleanliness and taking hot baths twice a day that it's fun to poop on yourself. (laughs) What the fuck is he talking about? So, we so, go from burritos and rock climbing to pooping on yourself. So apparently uh, Alex Jones thinks that because Japanese culture was so into cleanliness for so long they, that now the pendulum has swung the other way they where love people dirtiness. are like, I'm tired of being clean. I just want to poop all over myself. And that, <laughs> and, but but and that I, also would negate the whole need or desire for a diaper, diaper right? Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you just shut your pants if the yeah. whole thing is to get as messy as possible and you just want to poop on yourself? Why would you need a diaper? Do Japanese wear diapers? Not that I, <laughs> not that I know of. I mean, I, I know there's some kinky <laughs> sex porn about pooping on yourself. and Or, or wearing diapers and, and maybe, all the baby and infantilism. And yeah, maybe just kind of a very broad, uh, you know, all alternative porn thing going on. Well, yeah, maybe maybe that fetish, the being playing as a, an adult pretending they're a baby is just a lot larger fetish in Japan. I'm totally going to pull out that little clip. Do Japanese people wear diapers? <laughs> I just—it's not a cultural thing. It's—it's—it's it's a, it's a porn then, thing. Then the look he's giving us right now—he's fucking referring to <laughs> Japanese porn. Oh, this is so delightful! I love this. This is one of my favorite videos of all time. <laughs> Again, just because you can, why do it? You know, see, but I'm the deviant now because. I'm so into cleanliness, I would take a shower if I can after I take a crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> These people are the Japanese. These are great, wonderful. I like the way he says the word crap like he has a mouthful of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crap. deviant because I don't shit on myself. Take so, a crap. So now he's assuming they shit themselves and just never shower. <laughs> I, I always wonder. The f- 
I don't know. Who knows, who knows, who knows what, what he's thinking, really? Yes. I thought people complained because the street food smelled bad. I guess it's I was anybody's, wrong. It's anybody's And game. what does this have to do with Japan, anyway? I don't know. <laughs> he was talking right. about Pizzagate. <laughs> that's, that's what was so confusing watching this last week. Like, what is... How, well, did how did we this? all of a sudden start talking how? about Japanese we, culture? What? We go from Are talking we? about Pizzagate to... Is this man to, to shitting yourself and not showering? To beef enchiladas and then <laughs> and Japanese whole, people shitting and, themselves. And a whole lot of Mexican food, <laughs> not Japan. I mean, is this like Man in the High ca- Castle, I where don't. where Japan's going, Japan and their deviant shit on themselves are going oh. to take over America if we don't eat more beef enchiladas? What? I, I and, the only and, way of keeping them at bay is climb? eating chili rollenos. <laughs> what? And, and a steak. And beef enchiladas and... And what was Porterhouse? Porterhouse steaks. And, yeah. and take a whole bunch of fucking showers, apparently. <laughs> after, after you crap yourself. After you after you crap. Well, that's why he had to eat all that food in order to get a good shit in that diaper. <laughs> Who the fuck takes a shower every time they shit? I mean, has he not heard of toilet paper? I mean, Dude, seriously, have you not had those mornings where you get up and you poop and then you shower and then you got to poop again and you're like, uh, my whole shower was just, just fucking ruined. wasted. Why yeah. the fuck? Did now, my that? shower was wasted <laughs> yeah. because I had to poop right after I showered. <laughs> I've had the same thoughts. Like uh, a pre-poop shower. I might as well just get in the shower good. again right now because yeah. I just shit after I showered. It's the whole thing is wasted. Yeah, I'd love to see this guy's water bill. <laughs> These people are. The Japanese, the, the great, wonderful people, are now, I guess, the most popular bars they have are, are you know, into this kind of crap. I mean, what the hell happened to us, man? What? You know, I just, whatever. So he's saying, he's referring to Japanese people, and then he's saying us. I'm getting confused. Like, what us is he talking well, is about? He is he talking about humanity in yeah, general? Is it, yeah, is it, is it the collective us of, <laughs> all, of all humans? Is it... Well... I'm, I don't know what the word karaoke what is. Or does he think he's Japanese? I don't know. Well, that's right. I'm wondering if he's getting the I wrong think translation. I'm Japanese. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> because I really think so. As far as I know, the most popular bars in like most of Asia are karaoke, karaoke bars. Bar. Right. I wonder if there's a translation mix up. And he thought instead of karaoke bar, it was a shit your pants bar. I think that's what karaoke means in, in, <laughs> in Japanese. It, yes. it, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a shit you bar. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> happened to just enjoying yourself and being normal and being cleanly and and. Be- <laughs> well, what if enjoying myself means uh, shitting on myself? Yeah, isn't that what he I was mean, just talking about? That yeah. they like doing that. I mean, so let if, them do if it. that's where I find enjoyment, yeah, just enjoying yourself and pooping all over yourself. <laughs> if I like the squishy feeling in my bottom, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. It's a little extra grease for the hips. <laughs> Being into wholesomeness, and, and I mean, I wouldn't want to go to a billionaire party where they're drinking blood and they bring little kids to the party. <laughs> if, if they were only pooping on themselves, that's one thing. Don't go to uh, a Trump party. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's human sacrifice. They got little kids at these parties. It's in the WikiLeaks, and you can Google these people and find them on their own. Google it. Google it. You yeah. can find it out. Just Google it. If it's on Google, it must be true. Google it for yourself. You can see it. You'll find it on InfoWars. It's out there. It's on the interwebs. (laughs) On Facebooks, at the parties, freaking little kids out with, like, goat's heads and blood and death. There's, like, a five-year-old girl there and all dressed up, looking like a demon. She's obviously real scared, but going along with it. It's all about hurting her innocence. It's like... (laughs) 
Okay, there's there's got to be a selfie out there somewhere. Yeah, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I want to know where Alex Jones gets his news in order to report it as news. He where probably, does he get this shit? Well, he takes a dump in his pants, doesn't shower, and then he does a upper decker later on because he's got more in there because he ate so much food, and then he just thinks of this shit while upper deckering. Well, that's the know. most disappointing part about right-wing news is that they never cite their sources. No. No. I want them to cite their sources because I want to go to the main source, source. of crazy. Don't give me the fountainhead. Give me the fountainhead of crazy from the well of which you are drinking this bullshit so that I can determine who is the ultimate master of bullshit and may kneel before them <laughs> in awe. I feel like just making a fake email address up, start <laughs> photoshopping photos and make a fake blog and start sending stuff to him and see if it makes it onto his news show. Yeah. No, I mean, re- reproduce this party. Reproduce this party yeah. and, and find somebody who has a five-year-old kid who wants to dress up as a demon and have a yeah. fake goat's head there and have her standing there holding the goat's head with a big shit-eating yeah, grin on going her going along with it. You know, they're uncomfortable, but they're just going along with it. <laughs> and send it to him. See what happens. I would, folks. We talked about this last week. Now, definitive proof. We've got definitive proof. Times worse than the Japanese want to crap on themselves. I mean, it's just where does this come from? I'm forty-two. From your head. That's where it comes and from. I from your own fucking head. More than I ever did before. I'm not getting more decadent. I'm getting less decadent. I'm getting more conservative, not more wild. I mean, I thought in college, you know, if you were lucky enough to run into, you know, two hot chicks and, you know, you're, you're sitting there at their apartment, and you're like, my God, this is amazing, a menage a trois. That's about as... I love... Uh, menage a trois. I, I love that he called it a menage a trois. Trois. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you play that again? Yes. I would love to. <laughs> a menage a trois. <laughs> Lucky enough to run into, you know, two hot chicks and, you know, you're, you're sitting there at their apartment and you're like, my God, this is amazing, a menage a trois. That's about as racist. <laughs> a menage a trois. If you're going to menage... The menage a trois is the best way to go. <laughs> I'm thinking Nini needs a lesson on what a menage a trois is because you don't leave your clothes on. You don't just sit in their apartment like, oh, I'm in an apartment with two women. I'm getting lucky. <laughs> no, usually those clothes need to come off and you don't just sit there anymore. <sighs> I don't I don't know what. Uh, yeah, you're you're right, though. Being in a room with two women is not, is not a menage a trois. No, because <laughs> this right now is not a menage a trois. This, this is not a well, I'm, Three guys I, in a room. I didn't think I was in a room with two women, or no, but any hey, <laughs> any of us whoa. were really. I... It, you don't. It doesn't have to be two women to be a menage a trois. Oh, true. I guess. True. Yeah. Sure. Don't 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 be all don't be right wing hater there. Sexist <laughs> misogynist dick, Dan. Jesus H. <laughs> Lucifer in a coffin, Christ. <laughs> oh, Alex Jones. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you're you're one of my favorites. I am Jim Helton, Regional Director for American Atheists and President of the Tri-State Freethinkers, and you're listening to Godless Revolution. And Lord Jesus, thank you for this bacon, which at times can be a little salty. Oh, that's nice. Praying for a meal. How 
come we never do that? Well, if you want to thank somebody, why don't you thank me? I make you dinner every night, and I actually exist. And Lord Jesus, my Lord and Savior, I want to pray for one of your lambs that's gone astray. May she one day see the folly of her blind, ignorant ways. Stop, please don't, don't pray for me. She knows now what she says. Oh, no, she knows exactly what she says, unlike your long-suffering Jeez, wife here. I am not Gladys, damn it, let me finish. Please spare this mouthy feminavius from boiling in the lake of eternal fire. Amen. Praise him. Let's eat. Okay. Great. Yeah, you know, two can play this game. Come here. Give it's me not a game. Dear Jesus, I would like to lodge a complaint against one of your very condescending disciples. You're being so disrespectful. I am? Yes. Delilah, it's okay. Uh, I'm a minister. The Lord took my call first. She's call number 666. Ugh. She's going to be on eternal hold. Eh, eh. That's not what it sounds like. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. (laughs) Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. Can, can, we, do, can we do the thing I want to do? What do you want to do? I wanted to introduce something new. Yes? We want to put people in our basket of deplorables. Yes, 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 Yay, yes, 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 yes. Basket yes. of deplorables. The, the new segment. Yeah, so we decided we're going to do a basket of deplorables every week, and we're going to keep a running tally on who we have in our basket of deplorability. And at some point, maybe maybe once a month, we'll, we'll take the top four. Maybe at the end of the year, we'll take the whole basket. And we'll figure out who who's the winner for who is the all winner. Do, do a bracket and and have people vote. Oh, that'd be good. That yeah, we could do brackets. I, fucking, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Does that? Uh, Bill. Uh, Real time, Bill Maher. Oh, really? Bill Maher does that with politicians. Uh, yes, have, have we you should do never something. Seen his, uh, I don't think I have. No. Oh yeah. He, well, is it like a March Madness kind of? It's thing? It's like a March Madness. Uh-huh. Thing. Yeah. And and he'll. He'll, he has like 32 or whatever politicians that are just fucked up left and right. And, and he'll, each week, <laughs> he will, you know, break it down, break it down, break it. I, I don't think he does. <laughs> break it know, down, break it down, break it down. I don't know if he does a voting thing. I don't think, he, I think he just chooses, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, it might be fun to do a voting thing. I don't know. If, it's your show. I, well, yeah, I think a voting thing would be fun. Yeah. See who people agree with who's. D- d- How do you deplorable. handle late entries, though? Like how does that all well, work? You'd have if to have we're a cut off. Yeah, you yeah. have to have but then what if what if we cut it off at like November and then we spend the next four weeks trying to determine who's going to come in and then somebody does this gigantic assholeish thing. Wild card. Oh. We can have a wild card. Okay. Uh yeah. We gotta work all this out. That'll be fun. Yeah. I think this is fun. I'm excited. That'd be fun. Well, 
So who I'm are we right. throwing in the basket this week? Yes, uh, this a, a guy by the name of Pastor David Grisham. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pastor David Manning. We haven't heard from him in a long time. No, but and this is going to autoplay. Obama! Now, you might want to bring it up on the computer so that we can have the video of this guy. Because the video is really where you see how, how shitty the guy is. Where uh, is it? It's going to be from the mirror. From the mirror? Oh, you threw it in the links. I threw it in the, the links. So it should be in there. It's the very last link in there. So it's probably near the end. Somewhere no. along here. It's probably the one with the M on it. There he is. There's that douchebag. Oh, this guy? Oh, this guy. This isn't the mirror. This is the Metro. The Metro. The Metro. Never mind, because I looked at the mirror as well, I thought. Right. So this guy is a pastor from uh, uh, Frontier Alaska Evangelism. Not Alaska. He's in Texas. Front, last Frontier Evangelism in Alaska. He says Texas when he's in the goddamn. Look, look where he's from. Pastor David Grisham, a preacher, a preacher from Last Frontier Evangelism in Alaska. Oh, but he's in Texas for some reason. He's in a Texas shopping mall. Yeah. I don't know why he went there, but he's from Alaska. Weird. So he's from, uh, he's of the Sarah Palin ilk. <laughs> well, even though I don't always agree with telling chick kids lies and making up stories to them about Jesus and all that kind of stuff, but I find it perfectly fine if you want to teach your kids about Santa because eventually they'll learn Santa is not real and he's not, he's a, he's a character. He's not an yeah. actual thing. Well, and it's and, a way to get them to go to bed at least one night a week. True. One night a year. <laughs> at least one night a year and they will go to bed. Not only to go to bed, but to wake up on time. Yeah. Well, and, you know, parenting, different parenting styles do different things. Some some parents, even atheist parents, teach their kids about Santa or they, they think it's fun to carry on this myth and whatever. Or yeah. they'll do the elf on a shelf or do both or whatever. Well, there's... Whatever you want. You're not... It's not harming your children if no. eventually you tell them that, yes, Santa Claus isn't real. Now, if you raise your children from the time they are tiny until they're ready to leave the house that and you drum it into their head that Santa is real, yes, that's an that, issue. Is, that is abusive. But. but even there's even the heartwarming story that came out today, which I want to say it was a five-year-old child who was terminally ill on his deathbed that is. His one dying wish was to see Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and the kid died in Santa Claus's arms. Jesus Christ, oh, that's terrible! I saw, the I saw that earlier. That. But that just—I mean—that's something this kid believed. He—that was his like hero. The last yeah. thing this kid wanted to see. So imagine if this kid had been in this mall on this day to go see the Santa for his last dying wish, and this piece of shit fucking pastor decides to come in there while there's a line of kids waiting to see Santa Claus and start screaming, Santa Claus is not real. Your parents are lying to you. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that's exactly that's what he exactly did. Because that's exactly the Christian thing to do. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you? I mean, and that's why I, I'm putting this guy on the... In our basket, in the basket of deplorable. deplorables, because what he did was completely horrible, <laughs> horribly deplorable. Hi, it's Pastor Dave Grisham here for Last Frontier Evangelism, and uh, today we're at the mall in Amarillo, Texas, and we're going to tell the children here today the truth that there is no Santa Claus, and that it's Christmas is about Jesus Christ. So I'm I'm no, not typically not. the type of person who likes to judge anybody based strictly on their outward appearance, right? He looks like a pedophile. Absolutely. <laughs> this guy looks like he drove to the mall in a fucking rape van yeah. and Agreed. is offering children candy on his way into the mall. Agreed. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's exactly what he looks like. Like, I watched the video earlier today, and I'm like, oh, this guy's clearly a child rapist. <laughs> so he might show up again in our, in, our, in our basket because he might rape a kid. Jesus died on the cross to pay for their sins, and Jesus was born in a manger 2016 years ago. So here we go. That's not how it works. No. That's not how anybody no. in Christianity who knows anything about the Bible views Christmas. Nope. They don't think that Jesus Christ was born 2016 years ago. That's not what the Bible no. fucking says. You would think that a pastor well, who has the balls to go and confront children about Santa Claus not being real would know this little bit of fucking truth about the only yeah. religion he is trying to tell them about. He also said, and he died on a cross. No, that's <sighs> Easter, you fuck. And even Easter's stolen and isn't about Jesus dying on the cross. <laughs> this guy, he's so fucking wrong on so many different levels. Yeah. We're going to tell them the truth. No, you're not. Folks, my name is Pastor David. Kids, I wanted to tell you today that there is no such thing as Santa Claus. But if you come into my van, I have plenty of candy for you. <laughs> Santa Claus does not exist. The Christmas season is about Jesus. Jesus was born 2016 years ago. Jesus. There's the 2016 years ago again. He's fucking wrong about that. No man, no nobody who well, but I mean, makes teaching people who makes teaching Christianity to people part of their general life goal actually fucking believes no. that. Well, but I mean, don't the fundamentalists? No, don't, they don't, don't believe that. The, they don't no. believe that Jesus was born on December fifteenth. Anybody who has done any real critical study of the Bible does not believe that. Any biblical scholar, any biblical scholar, any priest will tell you differently. He was born before well, that. I'm, I'm well, okay, and and so maybe this is, but the, the people who take the Bible literally, the young earthers. Who who literally think the Garden of Eden? Then they would have read the Bible and 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 heard that Jesus was not born on December twenty fifth. He okay, was yeah. born during the springtime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. During the census. Yeah. They they would know these things. Anybody, even a biblical litera, literalist, especially a biblical literalist, would yeah. know these things. Okay. All right. Oh, he was born in a manger in a small town called Bethlehem. False. And that's the truth yeah, about Christmas. The man you're going to see today is just a man in a suit. Like, this guy doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking no. about. And he's ruining these people's day. Where Where is he getting this information from? He's a, he's a pastor. He's supposed to know this shit. Well, he's a pastor who also falls in line with the Westboro Baptist Church. God damn, I wish... There was somebody there in in line who had some knowledge of the Bible who would just school this fucking correct him on what the Bible actually says and let him know you're a pastor. You should fucking know this shit. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, because not only are you ruining the day for all of these kids here and families who are just here to have a good time, but you don't even know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. Dressed up like Santa, but Santa does not exist. Yeah, Santa's <laughs> not real. And parents, y'all need to stop lying to your children and telling them that Santa Claus is real when in fact he's not. When you substitute the lie of Santa Claus in the heart of your child for the truth of Jesus Christ, you are bearing false witness against God. Bearing false witness against God. That's what he thinks is going on. 
Well, we don't have the rest of this video is the altercation with him and the people. Yeah. And so when he put this on his Facebook, the actual pastor's Facebook wall, he was entitling it how he was attacked in the mall. He, he said he was assaulted. assaulted yeah, yeah. In the mall. And I mean, there's no assaulting going. I was hoping for it. I was wishing. <laughs> I might even say I prayed for it. This guy to get socked right in the fucking face for for being such a dipshit in the mall. But it didn't happen. These people peacefully no. walked and said, "Hey, get away!" And I think right at the very end, you hear a security guard coming by, and like, "No, you got to go." Yeah, and there's there's one guy who is just like kind of not pushing him. He's not shoving him. He's guiding. He's just like. He's, he put his hand on him and he's like, Hey man, you just need to go away. You yeah. know, give him a little bit of a push. Like just go not away. even violent, not even yeah. aggressive. No, just go away. Get out of here. You're bothering people, whatever. And the guy's like, Hey, don't put your hands on me. He, I'm in public. At, at no time did even the pastor while recording the video say, you're assaulting me. Yeah. This man hit me. Yeah. Anything like that. It was just, Hey, don't put your hands on me. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything. And you never see the camera jerk out of focus no. or get all shaky or anything. It's somebody put his hand on the guy and was like, Hey man, stop being an asshole. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. So that's, that, that's why for this week I'm putting Pastor Grisham up there for, for our deplorable. I think he's acceptable. Where, where the as fuck? As far was, as being in the basket of deplorables. Yeah. Anyway. Where the fuck was Will Ferrell dressed up as elf <laughs> oh. to fucking tackle the guy? That would have been awesome. <laughs> But if you see any news stories where you see someone doing something absolutely deplorable, whether it's in your local news or it doesn't have to be necessarily in the U.S., all for all of our foreign listeners, if there's anybody doing something absolutely deplorable, send us the article. Yes. And we will add them to our basket of deplorables. Now, there's got to be a winner for the week. We'll have we a can't... deplorable off <laughs> somehow. We'll have to work out the details somehow. of that. Yeah. But that'll be fun. Is there a prize? Is there a trophy that you'll Ooh. send to the winner? It'll have to be like a basket full of poop or something. <laughs> I know you can get like trophies custom made all over the yeah. place. Well, maybe maybe when we get to the point where we actually make t-shirts and stuff, we can take whoever sends us the best article with the most deplorable thing that we which we think is the most deplorable thing that happened for the month, we can send them a, a t-shirt. Oh, yes. We'll send the person? The person. Wait. The person who sent us the article. Oh, okay. Well, we, I was we like, would... why would we be giving clothing to a deplorable human no, being? No, like, we would send the person. Let them go naked in the street. I don't care. We would send the, the person who sent us the, the link. I got uh, you. Uh, a t-shirt of their choice because hopefully we'll yeah. have that up soon. Yes. They need a solid title. I mean, like deplorable of the year. Or <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, like could do it. we could do it Yeah, by year, month. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah. We'll get, be, we'll get the rules figured out. It'll be fun. So if you have those things, you can email them to us at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, or you can call and leave us a message at 33081rebel, or you can tweet it to us at TGR Podcast. Or Facebook us. Yeah, or go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. And if you're going to send us one that you want entered into this, let us know that it's part of our uh, to put into the deplorable To put into basket. the basket of deplorables. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. This is Matt Dillahunty, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Lala, you know, it takes more faith to not believe in something than it does to believe. Mm. But I'm not going to blame the acorn for growing in the shade of the oak tree. There. I just became a minister, too, on my phone. I guess Jesus is going to take my call now, huh? Hey, Jesus, what's up? Can you rain down some frogs or locusts or whatever bullshit you can whip up to get this guy off my ass? Thanks. It's fine. I won. 
Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. I mentioned earlier while we were watching the Alex Jones clip. Yes. That, you know, he said, no, I'm not saying she personally murdered anybody or anything like that. And I was like, oh, yes, you are. You do it later. It's so wonderful. You shitbag. So there's there's this. Uh, on Monday, we got this from Right Wing Watch. Uh, it says that on Monday, the Washington Post reported on the origins of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. This story was published December 8th. The baseless claim that a Washington, D.C. restaurant is the site of a child sex ring led by Hillary Clinton and other Democratic officials after an armed man entered and fired shots inside the pizzeria in hopes of freeing the child sex prisoners. The Post noted that one of the main proponents of this theory was Alex Jones, the far right wing, it just says far right, radio host beloved by President-elect Donald Trump. The shooter told the New York Times that he is a Jones listener. So it's not just something that people are saying, oh, well, he must have heard it's, this by Alex. No, the guy said, I love Alex Jones. Yeah. He's yeah. a great guy. Well, and he's had conversations with him. He's he's called him recently. Well, and the shooter did the proper thing and cited his sources. Yes. <laughs> so so what's what's interesting about this is that, as I also mentioned earlier, so so this is a little inset in the right wing watch story it says the notion quickly moved to other social media platforms including 4chan and reddit mostly through anonymous or pseudonymous posts on the far right site infowars talk show host alex jones repeatedly suggested that clinton was involved in a child sex ring and that her campaign chairman john podesta indulged in satanic rituals quote when i think about all the children hillary clinton has personally murdered and chopped up and raped I have zero fear standing up against her, Jones said in a YouTube video posted on November 4th. Yeah, you heard me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children. I just can't hold back the truth anymore. Jones eventually tied his comments about Clinton to U.S. policy in Syria. According to YouTube, that video has been viewed more than 427,000 times. But you'll notice in his quote, he says... That Hillary Clinton has, has personally m- murdered, murdered and chopped up and raped children. He, but then it goes, but it, it's tied to Syria. It's like, no, you said she personally did it. It has nothing to do with the war going on in Syria and her not doing enough over there. Right. You're saying she personally And in the video the knife. that we just watched and listened to, he said that, oh, now I'm not saying and that she's personally done this. Bitch, you fucking, fucking did, dude. Yeah. You did do that. And then, because you're a fucking coward you deleted it later and, and then went on and recorded something saying you never fucking said it yeah. or didn't record something recanting that hey I, that was i was flying off the chain that wasn't true yeah like a good reporter should do how do you how did he tie this to syrian children is, is he saying clinton imported syrian children and locked them in the, the non-existent Comet Pizzeria basement and chopped them up and murdered them. I wasn't even thinking of that twist. Put put them toppings on the pizza. I mean, what what I how how do you the tie that, this? The guy that went in there with his AR fifteen was wanting to see how the sausage is made. Yes, <laughs> I, I I I'm confused by the tie to Syrian children. <laughs> well, let's hear. Uh, it says that the Jones video has since been removed by the user from YouTube. Uh, right Wing Watch says that they were, however, able to recover the audio of Jones saying on his radio program that Clinton, quote, one of the most vicious serial killers the planet's ever seen, has personally raped and killed children and is 
secretly directing ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to A message to Hillary. It's Alex Jones. You can run on. When I think about all the children Hillary Clinton has personally murdered and, and chopped up and, and, and raped, I have zero fear standing up against her. So that Hillary Clinton has personally murdered and chopped, chopped up, up and raped. Personally. That she has personally done this. In, that, a, in that order? Ooh, Ooh. God, I hope. Ew. But that is a menage a trois. As if, as if any other order would be more acceptable, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children. Go tell that lo- she has. He said it twice he, he, now. And he emphasized the personally. You that heard time. me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children with emphasis on personally. Yeah. I just can't hold back the truth anymore. Hillary Clinton is one of the most vicious serial killers the planet's ever seen. She's a killer. She's a serial killer. She has murdered and personally chopped up and raped children. And she's the most vicious of them all. Yeah. But, 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 fake news had no impact on the election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody in America used this as a criteria for deciding whether or not Hillary Clinton was qualified. Or at least none of the people with half a fucking brain. Now, there's a twist to that. Am I talking about the devil worship story with her chief of staff or campaign chairman looking at the menu of blood and semen and, and body parts at the, at the Aleister Crowley event, the private event? Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. I mean 200,000-plus dead Christians with her operation with Syria and her operation in Libya and not letting the Christians get out and, and directing al-Qaeda and ISIS who target and murder children and put them through sex slavery and throw Catholic priests off cliffs and kill people in mass and murder gays and everything else you can imagine because they don't like peaceful people. So now all of a sudden he's concerned about the gays. Yes, yeah. the murder of the gays is a huge concern of Alex yeah. Jones. That's, that's a big problem. Yeah. But all the things he cited would have nothing to do with Hillary Clinton personally doing anything. Well, she was one of the most well-traveled Secretary of States, so maybe Ooh. she traveled to Syria and personally got out there with a machete and an M16 and personally, but, yeah, I mean, you know, th- that all the deaths in Syria were directly at her hands. But you can find most of these videos online. I've never seen Hillary Clinton in the background of any of them. Well, and you think that little girl might have caught her? You know, the five-year-old Syrian girl yeah. might have caught her at some point. Yeah. <laughs> the the story on Right Wing Watch continues to say that Jones is now trying to back away from his role in spreading the Pizzagate smear, which isn't too surprising since he has a record of lying about some of his most egregious claims. When Hillary Clinton noted that Jones had alleged that the victims of the Sandy Hook massacre were actually child actors, Jones denied ever saying it and accused Clinton of lying. But the record shows that Jones had said just that. Have you heard about what's happened to some of those Sandy Hook uh, parents? Oh, yeah, they're, the, they're pissed. The people that Alex Jones has convinced that it was all a false flag setup have been fucking harassed by people. Oh, telling yeah. telling these people who lost children in this that they're fucking liars, that they're that they're shills for the government, that it was all a setup, a conspiracy, that they're damaging. Oh, yeah. Oh, some yeah. of them were threatened not just by verbal threats, but like 
threats of actual physical violence, like, hey, you better fess up or we're going to actually really kill you because we know this is false. Yeah. Fed by people like Alex fucking Jones. And we have this bit of audio of him saying that he has said these things that he's now denying. She lied to the people, not just the U.S., but the world. And said that when I talk about 9-11 being an inside job, that the whole government did it. Or that I say that no children died at Sandy Hook and they were all actors. I've never said any of those things. You are a damn liar, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it kind of... Hmm. Well, let's see if that's true. Did he really not say any of those things? Is Hillary Clinton actually a damn liar? I don't know. He's got a pretty distinguishable voice. Yes, he does indeed. Yeah, it kind of becomes a red herring, you know, to say the whole thing was staged because they have staged events before, but then you learn the school had been closed and reopened and you got video of the kids going in circles in and out of the building and they don't call the rescue choppers for two hours and then they tear the building down and seal it and they, they get caught using blue screens and uh, a, a email by Bloomberg comes out in the lawsuit where he's telling his people, get ready in the next 24 hours to capitalize on a shooting. Uh, yeah, so Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. Completely fake, with actors. Manufactured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Hillary Clinton is the liar. Yeah. Yeah. I knew they had actors there, clearly, but I thought they killed some real kids. And it just shows how bold they are that they clearly used actors. I mean, they even ended up using photos of kids in mass shootings here in a fake mass shooting in Turkey. So, yeah, or or, or Pakistan. What the fuck? What a despicable fucking human being. Yeah. He's not in the basket this week, but he needs to be in the fucking basket. Well, that's the problem. I think there's a few people that are exempt from the basket or else they'd be in the basket every fucking week. (laughs) Well, I mean, he can be in the basket basket sometimes. Sure, yeah. Yeah. He's got to make it to the playoffs. I I guess you get to go in the basket once. (laughs) Yeah, once once you're in the basket, eventually then... Not this week, but he is... A veritable cornucopia of stupid, ridiculous shit. So I'm sure that we'll hear from him again sometime during the next Oh, year. I guarantee we'll hear from him in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a handful of people who who are guaranteed to be in the basket. He is one. With the, He's one, Tommy Laren. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ann Coulter, Michelle Malkin. I mean, they're, you know, they're all going to make it in there fairly soon. Donald Trump. Someone's phone is going ding, ding, ding. It's not my phone. God damn it. It's my grandmother again. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone only rings when grandma calls. <laughs> Stop Come calling on, me, grandma. I'm trying to record here, grandma. I told her last week or the week before that I was busy recording the show. So so I told her. <laughs> right? So she leaves me a message. and So she sends me a Facebook message. And she's like, I tried calling you. And I replied, this is my very, very sweet, but also very LDS, except for on Sundays when she's in Wendover, grandmother, <laughs> who, was it Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Or was it, she was texting yeah. me, yeah, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, she, she tried calling me, she tried calling me two or three times, and eventually sent me a Facebook message, and her Facebook message was, I tried calling you to talk to me about the family Christmas party yeah. that we have every year. And so, when I replied back to her... I made it clear 
that, Hi, Grandma. Sorry, Mr. Call. I was recording my atheist podcast. And her reply back to me was just, I love you. <laughs> so, That's, she's just, very sweet. It's, it's such... <laughs> The, the 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 dynamic between different family structures oh, yeah. is just very interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, for me, growing up, I, I had one grandmother. Uh, other grandmother died. Grandfathers were dead. Um, I only knew one grandmother. Lived in California, a prissy little old, uh, little old lady who I heard one time a year um, uh, on my birthday. Uh-huh. And she would renew my my subscription to Boy's Life. <laughs> That's the only time I would ever hear from her. It's on my birthday. So. It's just yeah. interesting to see different She's family dynamics. Structures. Yeah, it's it's my sweet little LDS grandmother, who uh, even people on my other side of the family who you know my parents divorced when I was younger, but even people on my mom's side of the family. This is my dad's grandmother my paternal grandmother hmm. uh but even everybody on my mom's side of the family refers to this grandmother as grandma cupcake because she's just so, <laughs> so sweet. sweet yeah yeah she's she's a sweet little old lady this is lucian greaves with the satanic temple and you're listening to godless revolution and i'd urge you to look at those of you who tell you those people who tell you at your age that you're dead till you believe as they do what a terrible thing to be telling to children and that you can only live and that you can only live by accepting an absolute authority don't think of that as a gift think of it as a think of it as a poison chalice push it aside however tempting it is take the risk of thinking for yourself much more happiness truth beauty and wisdom will come to you that way thank you this is New Name Noah, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. We have a ton of shit queued up here. We, we've we got, I don't know, roughly 20 minutes left. <laughs> I don't know. We sidetracked a lot on that first one because it was too fucking funny. Oh, yeah. That was fucking ridiculous. I noticed that a few of the other atheist shows that are out had also addressed that, and I thought, well, God damn it, we wanted to talk about it last week, and we didn't get a chance. Yeah. We're still going to do it. So It's too funny. But... I have a lot of stuff. Naked Man at an LDS church, Louis Gohmert, uh, pastor saying that Trump could be our Messiah. Uh, slot Bucket from Show the, again. From the Slot Bucket Show. I'm, not, I'm never going to call him Jim Baker. I'm just going to call him Slot Bucket. John Bolton <laughs> mentioning False Flag, a good indication that he's also an Alex Jones acolyte. This well, mustachioed, yeah, but with with that mustache and those glasses, the hair and that tie, he looks like he could be right. <laughs> I would believe him. Oh, sure, why not? I don't trust anybody with only a mustache. Really, who do you know with only a mustache, aside from Ryan, occasionally that you would? <laughs> Albert Tom? fucking Einstein, Tom Selleck. I don't think I would really trust anything Tom Selleck says. What about oh. Albert Einstein? Come on. Uh, okay, he's the exception. Einstein's the man. What about Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, most of the time, somebody with a mustache. 
They're either well, a cop we, or an asshole or both. But we just named three, <laughs> and you only found one you disliked. Well, I, well, now you're going to make me try to go through my mental Rolodex of guys with only a mustache that are dickheads. Well, if it's most, it should be easy. No, because if they're most, you don't take the time to think about them individually. You lump them into the most category. But a mustache, it's very prominent. <laughs> God damn it. Now I'll we'll have to think about it. We'll have to make a new segment of mustachioed motherfuckers or something. Now I just want you to find the mustache song from a thousand or a million ways to die in the West. <laughs> So I, but I don't know what else we want to cover. I mean, we have uh, Kevin Swanson. We've got the Christianity's War on Christmas, the atheist holiday billboard let's, let's, stuff from American atheists. Research study. We didn't talk uh, about that. About let's talk the, about because we didn't talk about good time to talk about that last week at all. I mean, it's, it's the opening throws to the War on Christmas, it, which yeah. came late this year. Kind of. I mean, sometimes it starts as early as October when which, the rest of the stores start rolling out their Christmas <laughs> items. <laughs> It depends on when the when Fox News needs to improve their ratings. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, you know, they they didn't really need a ratings boost early. Yeah, I mean, they they had the election for their yeah. ratings. So. Well, also not only this, but uh, Zombie Jesus got vandalized. I saw that in Ohio, right? Isn't that where the Yeah, he's the guy that's been having it up for the past few years and he was fined by the city for a while, like uh-huh. $500 a day for having it up. He wouldn't take it down. Left it up then he had a court battle over it and he won the court battle saying oh, you are allowed to have this nativity. It's a matter of free your... expression. Yeah. Yeah. You're you can't violate my first amendment civil right there to... and it was in his own yard and he didn't break any laws by having a nativity scene with zombies in it in his front yard or my just first amendment right to do that yeah yeah that's that's bullshit you can't fucking do that and someone came through and vandalized it but what is what is inspiring about this despite the fact that the story we're going to highlight just now is that there's an uproar about the billboards is that it's hard to find a place these days to place a billboard of of atheist nature and have somebody really freak out about it right we've shifted that overton window there there are a few places these days where you put up a message or or billboard with an atheistic message and people really freak the fuck out about it it doesn't happen nearly they've learned to ignore it well and they've learned that it's not a big fucking deal you can be an atheist and still be a decent person it doesn't make you a baby killer or anything well they've also probably just learned that they're gonna lose in court and that it's every yeah well yeah that everybody has the right to free expression yeah. and and that their speech is protected and that your belief in any particular religion isn't any more valid or should be upheld or promoted by anybody in the government more than any other yeah particular religious view but this is that uh, atheist holiday billboards cause uproar in Monroe Louisiana I wouldn't have imagined Louisiana to be all that. They're pretty Jesus-y down there. Yeah? Oh, Are yeah. they? I guess I just, well, I've never been to Louisiana, so it's I don't know. It's the taint of the Bible Neither Belt. Neither have I. I mean, I, I would imagine the more populous cities were would probably be a little more open-minded. But Well, yeah, I mean, you find that wherever you go. Wherever right? you the, go. The more, the yeah. more urban the area. The more urban the area. The yeah. less religious it is. So. It's the... It's the outlying areas, the rural areas that are yeah. more. 
one that cling Louisiana, to their guns and their Bibles. Yeah, <laughs> and Louisiana is—I mean, it's predominantly uh, urb or rural, isn't it? I don't know. I really don't. I, I don't know much about Louisiana. I mean, other I, than the, I know the one big other than city. that, if you you can get drunk on, in certain parts of town yeah. and people give you beads, and there's some occasional nudity there. Is yeah. about all I know. A lot of drunken revelry and bands and beads and nudity. Yeah. Which is the things that we love. Uh, yeah. These are a few of my favorite yeah, things. On <laughs> holiday billboards, not so jolly and bright. Shelly Silvestri tells us tonight about a billboard that only lasted two hours in Monroe before your complaints got it taken down. It's definitely. Which is bullshit. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Even though it's only up for two hours, two hours the in news lasted row. a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, they... Well, and that's the intent. Yeah. Well, sure. I that's mean, the hope. The, the American Atheists doesn't put up these billboards in hopes of convincing any Christian of leaving their religion behind. Yeah. It's, it's to court controversy and draw attention to atheist cause yeah. and our right to exist as human yeah. beings who don't believe in the same religious views as the the majority of the population here, and the and you reach a a broader audience, you you reach a broader secular audience, right? By by making it go viral, by making it hit yeah. the media, then yeah, then by you know hoping that that uh, closet atheists are just driving down the road and we'll see the billboard, right? You don't put up the they they don't put up the billboard with it aimed at Christians in the area in particular, they have it, they put it in Christian areas hoping that Christians will do just what they did yep. here right. and raise a stink about it so that it's covered on the news and, and then they national. get a shit ton more coverage from the news covering it. Yep. They get much more play from the news covering than they would ever get just from the billboard alone. Right. Before your complaints got it taken down. It's definitely a strong Christian community and, and a lot of strong believers in this area. Strong believers who hold tight to their Christian views. Monroe is directly in the middle of the Bible Belt, where this year's atheist American holiday billboards are not welcomed by a majority of residents. And the billboard is so fucking innocuous, right? It says, make America... <laughs> oh, fuck you, Dan. It's a play on Donald Trump's MAGA... Right, it's a play on Donald yeah. Trump's "Make America Great Again." It says "Make Christmas Great Again," and then it just says "Skip Church," atheists.org, which is a link to the American Atheists website. Yep, and you should yeah. go and donate to them so that they can continue producing great billboards like this. But it's it's not insulting anybody directly. It's not no. saying if you believe in Jesus or a God, you're a fucking you're moron, a fucking dumbass. Yeah, it's saying "Make Christmas Great Again," skip church. It's not one of those giant you're going to burn home. in hell billboards. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It's not saying that you're going to suffer eternal torture for yeah. believing differently than we do. It just says, "Hey, stay home. Have Skip a good day. church. Yeah, make it great. Yeah." Residents, <laughs> we're a, a Christian area, and I, I praise God that there was so much stirred up about it that it was taken down. What was? Ta <sighs> she praises God. Why isn't she upset at God that he allowed it to happen in, in the, the first, first place? Exactly. I mean, if her beliefs were that sacred to her, why isn't she upset that my God failed me and allowed <laughs> these evil, horrible oh. billboards to be put up? And I had to put up with them for two whole hours oh. out of my entire life. I would love to ask her, did you even see it? 
That'd probably be a that. good question. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did she probably see heard it about did, it, or did she just hear about it from word of mouth or on the news or, or something yeah. like that? Did this news reporter asking this question with with whatever pre- question she prefaced it with? Was this the first time she's heard of this? Yeah. Yeah. Taken down were two digital billboards paid for by the American AIDS organization. Oh, they were digital. So that yeah. explains why it came down so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and there were two different billboards. So this this billboard is a text conversation, right? Large and it's blown up so it it looks like it's a screenshot from somebody's phone yeah. of a text conversation back and forth. It's got an inset picture of a mother and daughter. And the text message back and forth says, you going to church this Xmas? And the daughter replies, it's a little blurry. You can't really see what it says. Um, But it's something like, no, not really. And then the response was, what will your parents say? And then the reply was, they'll get over it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't believe in that anymore. And this is the mother looking over the daughter's shoulder as she's texting this back and forth with her as the yeah. daughter is texting back and forth with the daughter's friend and then the inset just are those, says, are those very disapproving eyes from the mother oh yeah. yes yeah she's very upset about it and then it just says atheist christmas the more the merrier and a link to atheists.org for american atheists right so neither one of these are, are offensive or they shouldn't be offensive no. i mean if if you're Religious views are that fucking delicate that a billboard this innocuous is so upsetting to you. There's a problem with your religious views or with you. you make your pick which one it is, but there's a fucking problem there. There's probably yeah. only one thing offensive on both of them: the word atheist. Right. Yeah, that's that's really what it is. It's it's the word. They can't it's stomach the our existence. Yeah. 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 Somebody doesn't believe in God. I just don't know what to do with that. The billboards were highly visible from Highway 165 near Pecanland Mall and promoted the idea to skip church this Christmas. While people we spoke with were bothered. I guess just disbelief uh, because the fact that it says Atheist Christmas totally goes against what they're trying to push in the first place. Which is what? Trying to, well, yeah, what are we trying to push? What are, what are have you a trying to push by, by saying Christmas has anything to do with Christ? What yeah. are we trying to push? Not pushing people to go to church? Yeah. What the fuck? What what is our what is our agenda? What is our secret atheist agenda? <laughs> it's once again that again the belief that an atheist is not allowed to celebrate a holiday. Yeah. The push in the first place. We're kind of the heart of the Bible Belt here, and um, if you were on the East Coast or West Coast, it'd probably be much more accepted. Program director for American Atheist, Nick Fish, who we've had on the show before. Yeah. In studio with us, actually, I fucking love Nick. He's a fun yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. What was the name of the episode? The 800-pound gorilla hole? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I think that came from there. <laughs> that, that was a lot of fun. Let's, but yeah, it looks like they're going to interview him here. She says the controversy was expected. We kind of expect it to happen at least once every holiday season. The billboards lasted less than two hours in Monroe before the billboard company, Outreach Media, suggested the organization take it down. Fish says whether their message was well-received or not... They need to get over themselves, um, and, and they need to realize that this is a country made up of lots of different viewpoints, and that they aren't, uh, you know, they aren't the only ones with a view on this. Taken so down. I'm, I'm I'm really kind of curious because so the reporting is that that the billboard company suggested they take it down. Yeah. So did American atheists voluntarily take it down by know. the billboard, or were they well, kind of forced to? That I, I think comes up at the end of this. Oh, does it? Oh, yes. does it? Okay. Yeah but still being talked about. 
in Monroe, Shelley Silvestri, KNOE 8 News. Well, the American Atheist Group has now decided to move that campaign to Shreveport. So, to Shreveport. If, from what I understood when I read an article on it, it was the same billboard company. Uh-huh. So this, so they're moving it from Monroe to Shreveport, Louisiana, and it's still being done by the same billboard company. Uh-huh. So they're gonna hit. I mean, they got the media press they wanted out of this one, so they're probably like, "Yeah, we're yeah, good. Like, we're so good that, to move that, to another yeah, place. So put us in another area for yeah. the same price. Another, Why not? Get we'll more press. Get more, more press. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, I, it would have surprised me to see American atheists kind of back down. Oh yeah, from, no, they're, from they're, controversy. Yeah, they're but but you make a very good point. Yeah, that, I, that I think they, they put it somewhere media. else. They got they, yeah, they got the attention in the area they wanted, so the billboard served its purpose. So I had to go to a new area to try to do it again. And I imagine the yeah. billboard company probably didn't charge them anything more. No, because it's yeah. digital, so it's not like they have to actually. Uh, they already paid. Yeah, they already for paid a certain number of views or a certain amount of time. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and and what really, I mean, that would just be. A win for American atheists. Yeah, right? they, absolutely. They got the attention they wanted in Monroe. Yep. They're like, okay, if you want us to move it, sure, put us somewhere Monroe's else. We'll get more, more attention, attention there. Yeah. So that's why I don't think they were pressured, like, you have to remove this. They're like, no, well, we can do this. We can move it from Monroe to Shreveport. If you guys are okay with that, we're kind of getting some backlash here. We're like, well, it's getting media attention, so we got what we wanted, so yeah. let's move it. It's yeah. a smart move. Yeah. 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 I think so. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. We have time for maybe one more thing, or we can close out now and talk about what we're going to be doing next week. We can talk about what we're going to be doing next week, because I know if we okay. do another article right now, it's going to go. Yeah, we're going yeah. to go long. <laughs> It'll happen. So next week, we will be interviewing Justin Schieber. If you are not familiar with Justin Schieber, shame on you. You should be. Uh, he was one of the hosts for Re- the Reasonable Doubts podcast that is still one of my favorites, though they haven't put out any episodes for quite some time i actually recently started listening to their entire catalog again because it's that good it was a great show there there were a ton of great topics we've tried very ineptly to cover a couple of them including free will <laughs> uh, which i want to ask justin about when he's on the show okay but we'll, we'll have uh, justin Schieber on the show next week for an interview uh we want to talk to him about his new youtube channel uh and his recent book that was released that I'm currently, I think, 65 pages into. and I'm, I'm still waiting on my copy to show up. It's decent so far, but my main impression thus far is that Randall... Ra- and if this may change, but up to this point in the book, my opinion of it is that Randall Rouser is so completely full of himself. Dear Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like... I maybe I'll go back through and highlight the specific areas, but I I can think of at least two specific points in the book where he says something like, oh, yeah, well, you should do that because whenever I say it, it's wonderful and amazing and everybody loves me because I do it so well. <laughs> like it's 
Yeah, there there are a couple times when he makes a point like that, uh, and that he is not really willing to budge or or compromise on on any little thing, and is quick to nitpick every little thing. And that's like I say, about sixty sixty five pages in so far. We'll have to see how the rest of that goes, but so far I'm like meh, and Randall seems like kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that will change by the time I get to the end of the book. I don't know. We'll have to see. But he will be on the show with us next time. Uh, and we will be joined in studio by Matt. And I think Meg may be joining yeah. him as well. So cool. Matt will be joining us after a a lengthy hiatus. So even though this will be out after Matt does the show next week, you better come here prepared. <laughs> yeah, so I need to get a message off to Meg to tell her that we want her to record some new things. And I think that next week's show will be our last one before we take at least at least one week, maybe two, yeah. maybe a two-week break for the holidays. I don't know. And then when we come back at the beginning of the year, we'll have some little changes and stuff to announce. Nothing, we... nothing major. No, nothing major at all, really. But just you'll still get your ear candy. Oh yeah, and it'll still be fun, and really not anything different than we've been doing for the past. We've been subtly trying to work our anyway. way into yeah. shaping professionalism. Yeah, I don't know that I'd go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tonight we talked about people wearing diapers, shit in their pants, snuff films. Well, no, Alex Jones talked about that. We just. Mocked Alex Jones for about yeah. I mean, we did have about a 15-minute discussion on how a a upper decker would actually work. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's true. That, that is That's true. true. <laughs> but, and, and like I say, I don't think it'll be anything different than we've been doing over the past couple of months. I want to have more interviews. I want to have more meaty episodes where we explore a particular topic yeah. where we have something set up we are going to bring structure to the show yes and it'll be good and you guys will like it it'll be awesome you'll you'll want more 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 we'll make it great again <laughs> god damn god Ew. i do not now i feel dirty that is uh, i can it's... never use that term again no i i can't <laughs> Like, I guarantee anybody, go to the bar, pick up a hot woman, and when you're taking her home, everybody's undressed, say, I'm going to make it great again. I guarantee she puts her clothes right back on and walks to the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm not very comfortable with that terminology these days. Uh, but Matt will be in studio with us. Yes. He's finished his EMT course. Uh, I think today actually was the last. Was it the last class he had? Yeah, I think he ah. said that tonight is his last class, is finals. Um, and then I'm I'm guessing there's some sort of certification. You have to take the the test. actual state test yet. Yeah, but he'll be here next week, and we'll be interviewing Justin Schieber, and we also have to do our year in review. Oh shit! Because we made predictions about how the year we would did. go. Maybe I mean maybe we'll do that next episode. Maybe we'll wait for the first of the following. Yeah, I got to go back and re-listen to that episode to find yeah. out what I even fucking said because <laughs> I know they're all wrong. I'm sure. I don't think we nailed anything. <laughs> no. I think every fucking got... one of our predictions was wrong. And I'm going to blame it all on Trump. I will too. Because why wouldn't you? Cause fuck that guy in particular. Because I think we made predictions that Trump would not be president. I know we yeah. did. 
<laughs> Every, because, well, everybody because at that point, a year uh, ago, everybody did. Yeah, at that point, I had some faith in humanity. I think I might have actually made a prediction saying that Trump wouldn't even get the nomination; that it would be a uh, they would have to like go to like extra votes, and he wouldn't get it. There would be someone else, like uh, fucking Rubio or something. So yeah, I was gonna say, trying to remember back, I think I made the prediction that. They would go, it would be a contested yeah. convention, and that Rubio would ultimately emerge as the Republican yeah. nominee. I think we right. might have all agreed on that one, which we were fucking way wrong. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Way fucking wrong. Everything's yeah. fucked up. I mean, Trump, Trump is president. Fucking Glenn Beck supports Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Teen Vogue is coming out with hard hitting journalism. Dogs I mean, the, are the, living the, with cats. <laughs> and Sarah, Sarah, Palin crazy. Sarah Palin is yelling at the Republican Party. <laughs> no shit. I'm confused. That's pandemonium. It's pandemonium. <laughs> so. Uh. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we will let you go for now, but if you have anything that you would like to talk to us about, be sure to reach out and let us know. You'll hear, you will have heard Meg give you the contact information. You can also find it in the show notes for this episode. So, until next week, thank you very much for joining us again, Grant. Uh, happy, happy to join in. Always Anytime. appreciate having you come on the show. So, yeah. you you are, love doing it. You are a lot of fun to hang out with, my friend. <laughs> thank you, thank and you. thank so you, Ryan. You. Yep. So are you. And I hope nobody upper deckers this week. Keep it civil. If you do, send us some details. Yeah. yeah. If you guys don't hear from <laughs> me in a couple days. Let us know how it works out. Yeah. If you guys don't hear from me in a couple of days, just know that I may or may not have tried it here and Tracy's killed me and buried me somewhere in the yard. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it's winter. It's hard to dig right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a couple fireplaces. Ah, uh, yeah. And a garbage disposal. <laughs> and a couple dogs, but they're tiny. So. True. Yeah. <laughs> All right. appetites. Well, until then. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Yep. <laughs> what? The timer was fucking it up? The timer's like, no, your shit is done. done. Over. <laughs> you can't fucking move until you acknowledge this timer has expired. You've been too long for love. You mustn't all despair. There's a secret you should know to capture the hearts of the fair. You may not have the looks. You may not have the dash, but you'll win yourself a girl if you've only got a mustache, a mustache, a mustache. If you.